Hello, everyone. My guest today is Johannes Herzer. He is a serial entrepreneur with one acquisition and two disastrous failures prior to his current venture, DoorBoost. He's also an online advertising expert with more than eight years of experience in advertising for retail brands and their retail locations. Johannes, are you ready to take us to the top? Uh, sure, yeah. All right. So start. tell us real quick, what does DoorBoost do uh, and how do you guys make money? What's the revenue model? So we're basically a classic software as a service model, um, but we do make a lot of money still um, with uh, services that we add on top of our uh, software. What's the, and, what's, uh, the, what's the breakdown out of curiosity? How much, what percent of your last 12 months revenue was software versus professional service? So the last 12 months were actually pretty much uh, even out. So we have 50% um, uh, software as a service subscription and 50% services that we just add on top of that. And which one's growing faster? The subscription model is growing faster just because we've shifted a little bit. We might get into that uh, a little later in this interview. Um, yeah. But. That's great. Okay. So before we go down that rabbit hole, yeah. Tell us about the business. What do you do? Yeah. So we, um, by now we have become, um, something that, that doesn't exist as of right now as a category. It's basically, um, a campaign distribution platform. So what that means is, uh, we allow brands that work with, um, retail uh, locations to, um, create campaigns, from their headquarters and basically distribute them into thousands of retailer accounts. And uh, on the way, basically making sure that the retailers are running the right campaigns, uh, are taking care of the brand, are representing the brand the way it should be represented. And uh, they're also able to subsidize campaigns. And that's the, the really interesting thing that we've seen. So give us uh, an example of this. Instance. Give us an yep. example of this with one of your customers. And so our biggest client is uh, one of the largest uh, kitchen manufacturers in the world, like a typical brand. Um, it's a billion dollar company. They have. Can, uh, can you name one, Johannes? Worldwide. Yeah, Leicht. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a premium uh, kitchen manufacturer. They have uh, about a thousand dealerships worldwide. And uh, what they've seen is that their dealerships are really bad at online advertising, but they're spending a lot of money. Um, the brand has no control over what happens um, after people come into their showrooms because they just don't see how much um, ROI those campaigns actually produce. So what they've decided to do is they've decided to partner up with us and. Um, basically use our service to uh, create centralized campaigns, split them into all their dealerships accounts, subsidize campaign budgets, and therefore they get the, that whole picture. They can measure everything, all the campaigns that those thousands of dealerships are running. Uh, they can measure that and they can make sure that uh, it's going in the right direction. And also, I mean, campaigns are therefore not competing anymore because they can just make sure that their individual dealerships, they're not crossing over into um, each other's locations and yeah, bidding, bidding, on the same key, bidding on the same keyword. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And what do one of these brands pay for the software on average per month? So the brand pays um, a management fee of uh, between twenty five hundred and five thousand a month. Okay. And then we take a ten percent to twenty percent cut of the budget that all of those dealerships spent in terms of budget. Got it. So the model where you would consider professional services is the is the cut of spend, which is fifty percent, and then that flat twenty five hundred to five grand management fee per month is what you're calling your kind of your SaaS revenue, correct? Um, I would, I, we call both of those the SaaS revenue. The service that we add on top of that is basically coming up with um, implementing that strategy with those dealerships. So basically coming up with a centralized uh, advertising strategy for the brand with those dealerships. That's something that we charge on an hourly basis. And that's the management fee that I've been talking I about. See. I see. But the oh. more this concept, uh, the more they get that concept, the more brands understand that this is what they want, uh, the less management fee we actually have to charge because they just get that whole system of setting up a centralized campaign, taking maybe a national campaign that they've already run and just splitting it locally in all of mm -hmm. those accounts. So, so ignoring the, the, 
the non-software, the non-recurring fees. Is, is, is that accurate? The average brand is paying you 2,500 to five grand per month? Yeah, correct. Okay. I thought you just, said that, I thought that you said that was the management fee, which is what confused me. All right. Sorry. No. So the, that's the subscription fee for the software. So we basically make the software available to a brand. And depending on how many dealerships they have, the fee is between 2,500 and 5,000 a month for a brand. And then the cut of the budget is basically the, that's the major part of the revenue. Uh, as I said, uh, sometimes 500 and, and more dealerships are participating in campaigns and the 10% cut of the budget is basically um, our biggest chunk of revenue. Okay. Give us more of the backstory here. When did you launch the company? What year? Uh, so we, we launched the company in uh, 2014, uh, went to build like a cross-channel advertising platform. There's so many out there right now, like the Nanigans and, and Ad Espressos basically. And uh started selling that um and we basically drowned in in customers leaving us you had huge churn rates so um we we decided in in the beginning of 2016 we decided to shift and at that time we were lucky because we were already working with one of those um with that kitchen manufacturer that i've just been talking about our biggest case so we had them as a client for their brand and uh, we were just thinking what can we do to help them support their dealerships because their case has been working really well and um, we see, we've seen that working in 2017 and just shifted the entire model. And what have you scaled to today in terms of total customers? So in total, in total we have uh, six brands that work with us and about 3,000 uh, dealerships that run campaigns. And those are between uh, four to six campaigns per year per dealership. In terms of revenue, we're past the, the one, mil- one million uh, per year. Okay. So like last, so like last, that would, that would be about 88 grand a month. So last month, what did you do around that or much higher or lower? No, much higher, much higher. Um, we do have a, a, a little bit of a, a seasonal effect basically just because we have four to six campaigns that those dealerships run per year. So it, it tends to be, um, it goes well above a hundred a month and then it goes down to a little bit under 80. If you just look at your pure SaaS revenue though, last month, what was that? That was about 75. 75. Okay. And does that say stay fairly consistent or no, that also f- you have a lot of churn, it goes up and down? It fluctuates. Yeah. Because okay. uh, the cut of the budget is basically a part of it. And, and that I think is the main, um, the main challenging thing about um, yeah, marketing tech in, in general, because as long as, as long as your budget is tied to, or your revenue is tied to the budget, you will always have brands cutting budget and, and your revenue dropping all of a sudden. That's right. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's right. So what is the, I, I mean, 75 grand per month right now, I think you, you cut out, but I think you said you're, you're raising capital or you've already raised capital. So we, we've raised capital in, at the very beginning uh, and we've, we've been profitable since. Um, so we, we burned through a lot of money uh, by just being, becoming like a, a cross channel advertising platform and basically having serving all kinds of clients. Uh, and ever since we shifted to that uh, brand retailer model, we've been profitable. Uh, but now in order to grow a little faster, we're looking to raise money. How much have you already raised? So we've raised half a million. Okay. And how much are you looking to raise in the Series A? And we're looking to raise about three and a half. Okay. And how do you, so when you go out and start having these conversations on, you know, hey, we want to raise three and a half million in your ideal scenario, obviously it's a negotiation, but ideally what valuation do you want to raise at? I mean, we are looking at something that should be around 12 to 15 million. And that's because the model itself is not something that a lot of venture capital firms are looking for. Marketing tech in general is, is very, very difficult if you start a conversation with that. Um, 
So your valuation tends to be uh, limited by by that factor. Yeah, that's still though. A pretty, I mean, that's a, if you're doing seventy five grand a month right now, or about a million a year. I mean, that's still a twelve x multiple. Um, when they say and tell you things like, "Hey, Johannes, this isn't really a SaaS business. It's going up and down all over the place. We can't give you a twelve x multiple." How do you defend that? Yeah. So what we're what we're defending it with is that we work in a in a huge market. Uh, that is basically not being served r- right now at all. So there is one company that actually does something pretty similar that we do, uh, which is Promobox. Uh, so they basically call themselves a digital asset management platform for campaigns. And they had um, a seriously uh, insane valuation for their uh, last round of funding that was uh, well beyond that. They're a Greycroft-funded um, company. Um, really how, much, how, much re- how much revenue are they doing? Um, I, I'm not aware of the of the revenue number that they have, but they're they're much bigger than we are. Okay, and what what multiple did they raise at? You said it was a much bigger valuation. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know the exact amount, but it was a higher valuation that we've had in in terms of um, the stage that they were in. In terms of the multiple. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. And what's your guys' growth rate today? So if you're doing about a, mil- a million a year today, go back a year, July 2017. What was your run rate then? So we were about 300,000 that year. So, oh, healthy growth. Um, it's, it's a pretty significant uh, growth. Yeah. Just, we're growing with those cases. That's the interesting thing. So um, as soon as we sign up a new brand client, they might start with 10 dealerships, 20 dealerships, 30 dealerships, and then they throw in their entire dealership network as soon as they see it working. So the leverage that we have um, is, is pretty high because the, those cases can grow uh, significantly. Mm-hmm. So it's, and then if you think... Go ahead. Mm-hmm, and if you think about um, how much budget those dealerships actually have, so that grows as well. So a dealership might start with uh, a low budget of $1,000 per campaign, for example, which is really something that, they, that they're spending realistically. Then uh, in theory, they might have a budget of 5000 So not only does the uh, amount of participating dealerships grow, but also the amount of budget that each dealership spends. So those cases can can go up really quickly. Yeah. You're still though very dependent on, again, six customers. If you lose one, it really throws a wrench in your plans. But if you gain one, it also drives great growth, right? So at 75 grand per month divided by six, each one's paying you about 12,500 bucks per month. That's all in professional services plus SaaS, correct? Yeah, correct. Y- yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, walk me through your team size today. What are you guys at? Uh, so we were five full-time people, um, two of them in Germany, uh, three of them in, in New York. And, uh, yeah, most of them, I mean, two of them are full-time sales. So that's what we're focusing on. Just like you said, we're super dependent on the amount of clients that we have right now and making sure there's also needed to talk to a new, uh, brand partnership trial case, uh, that we start. That's yep. the most important thing for us. What are you, um, have you lost any customers in the past 12 months? So we haven't lost any brand partnership programs so far, just because, I mean, the, the amount is still pretty small that could happen. And we definitely, um, expect that to happen as well. We just need to be uh, prepared by having a few new ones lined up. So it's too early to talk about like, you don't know what your churn rate is. Exactly. I mean, we had a huge churn rate when we were selling to individual clients. That that was the main thing that stopped us from doing that. So. What's huge? Like how big? I mean, we would lose every other client. So about 50% of clients would just say, because we're working with... M- monthly monthly or annually? And, no, monthly, monthly. Okay. Because we had a month-to-month plan. Uh, the plan was, I mean, it was pretty cheap. So it's really, really hard to figure it out, especially... Uh, when, when those are all small businesses and the first thing that they cut is their advertising spend. Yeah. What so do you pay? have the chance to cancel, they will. Yep. Yeah. What are you paying, Jonas, to acquire a new customer? What's your CAC? So right now it takes us about three to six months and you can really say that therefore acquiring a new trial case costs us between uh, $3,500 and, and $4,000 because it's like 
full commitment uh, from our salespeople. Mm -hmm. And then how many trials convert to paid? As of right now, we're almost converting all of our trials to okay. paid. Uh, to paid okay. So 3,500 or 4,000 is, is accurate, not just of your trial acquisition cost, but also as, as your customer acquisition cost. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, um, as of right now, the, the costs for the brand, and that's something that, that might shift or that we might have to look at a little more, um, the cost for the brand is really, really low for a brand. And, and what's your so payback? Like, what's your payback period? How quickly do you get that money back? I, on average, in, in between three and four months. Yeah, that's because we, we do have like a yeah. And also, our contract periods are pretty long, just because that uh, traditional um, those are traditional industries that we work with. So we don't sell to, to startups that are used to having a month-to-month -month contract. So what we do is we do have a trial campaign uh, that we run with um, ten to twenty dealerships. And then we like to, we'd like to get them into a 12 month contract just so it's set for the entire year. Good stuff, Sean. Let's, uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I mean, I, I follow Mark Zuckerberg, for example. Um, yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Aha.io. Aha.io. Yeah. Have you ever been? No, I'll have to look it up. Uh, Check it out. And number, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, I try to get seven at least. And uh, what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Um, married as of recently. Oh, congratulations. That's great. No kids yet? Thank you. No kids yet. All right. <laughs> and, how, and how old are you? Uh, I'm 29. 20. 30 this year. 29. All right. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, that it's okay to... to, to crash a few companies and to fail sometimes and, and not beat yourself up about it too much. Guys, it's okay to crash a few times. You'll learn. He launched DoorBoost back in 2014, was churning a lot of people, shifted his model, now focused really on enterprise clients, enterprise brands with a light is kind of their, their key one. It's a kitchen kind of brand. Basically helps them, again, centralize campaigns. It also helps the parent brand subsidize maybe campaigns that each of their different locations or different brands around the world are spending so that they're not competing with each other uh, accidentally. They've got six customers right now. They've raised 500 grand, doing about a million per year in revenue today. That's up from 300 grand in AR just a year ago. So healthy growth. Uh, they're out raising about three, call it $4 million on ideally a 12 to $13 million pre-money valuation. They got a team of five people between New York City and Germany, again, with a payback period of about four months, spending about four, thir $3,500 to $4,000 to acquire these new brand customers. Johannes, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Thank you.